This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm. This is a shareable mini episode where I ask the guest 10 important big questions, and they have to answer them as fast as they possibly can. I call it Think Fast. Today on Think Fast, my guest is Tony Chapman, and he is subjected to 10 rapid-fire questions. You can uh, obviously take as much time to answer them as you want, but the idea is that you want to answer them as quickly as you can. Like, you think about them as fast as you can, and then you get the answer out. So start talking before you finish your thought. Here we go. First question, Tony. What book should everyone listening read next? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, uh. The Bible. Okay. Which, any like the whole thing cover to cover, like all the books, a particular I think book? a perspective on the Bible is eye-opening. I think those who are religious, if they actually read it, their perspective of religion would change. Those who aren't religious, if they saw what was in the Bible versus what's being portrayed as religion, their perspective would change. I think for all of us, a if we could take a non-Westernized view of religion, it would open all of our eyes. Interesting. That's a unique answer. Any unique perspective on that particular answer. Okay. Two, you can't say shareable. What's your favorite podcast? Quest Love Supreme. I gotta write that down and do that one. All right. Question three, what negative experience in your life are you most happy happened to you? Breaking up with the wrong girl. Well, Dating the wrong girl. I broke up with the girl that I shouldn't have been dating. Got it. She there broke you go. up with I was me. Say broke up with the wrong girl could sound like it was the right girl. No, and no, no. Broke up with the wrong no, no, no. girl. Now I get what you're yeah. saying. You broke up with a girl you shouldn't have been with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no business in that, and she ended it, and I was hurt for about 45 seconds. And I was like, I literally started singing a uh, the chorus from an Iron Maiden song, "Not a Prisoner, I'm a Free Man." Good. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that was a bad one. All right. Uh, what is a lesson that you wish that you had learned earlier in life? People give you advice based out of their limitations and insecurity. What is the most important skill of the future? To be able to connect with people interesting how many people say something similar to that. I love it. What industry or career path do you believe has the most promising future or potential? Do you mean financially or promising in what way? Uh, it's completely open to interpretation. Uh, I want you to define what you think promising future or potential means. Therapists. There's going to be such a demand for therapists that anybody who can provide good therapy, uh, they will both be in demand and be fully, you know, be fulfilled. I think that's a, a really good answer because there's virtually no way. I don't want to, I, I, I tend to believe there's virtually no way that that's a robot replacing kind of job where like you could talk to an AI chatbot and they're going to make you feel better about things. No. Even if we pass the Turing test. Okay. What's one thing, one thing, that everybody listening to this episode should go and do today. They have to be able to do it today, start to finish potentially, or at least start. Thank someone who's impacted their life. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you could have any one superpower, what would it be? 
uh, what is it called? Telekinesis. Um, get in other people's brain. Like uh, a real superpower? Yeah, any you can make it up. I mean, I got a poster on my wall. It's got about, you know, 2,000 of them. But um, you know what? If I could have any superpower, it would be to make people, other people, whole. Because I believe that many of the ills in our society are because people are broken. And there's actually studies and metrics that show the more a person knows their vision in life and knows their purpose, the less likely they're to be racist, misogynistic, all of these other things. I think the biggest problem in our society is people are broken and they don't know how to express it. If we could fix brokenness, that would be it. That would be my superpower. Oh my God, that's so good. It's like the Kintsugi power, you know, the Jap the Japanese uh, ceramic mending with the gold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, that's basically where your power is. You're like, golden lacquer, I fixed you. Um, all right, interesting. All right, if there was a drug that you could take that gave you, or a vaccine you could think of it as, that gave you an 80% chance of developing a superpower, but a 20% chance of developing an incurable terminal disease, would you take it? No. Okay. All right, final question. I Should I have given a reason or just the answer was cool? Answer is fine. Yeah. If you want to give a reason, I'm open to it. I love my life. Why, why mess with it? So I've toyed with that question. This is an aside. I've toyed with this question a lot because the percentages I find change things, right? So if I say 99% and 1%, people are like, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice on that. If I say 60, 40, are people still want to, when I had lower percentages, when it was like a 50, 50, everyone was like, nope. So I kept playing with it. I felt like 80, 20 was like just enough where people would be like, you know what? That's worth rolling the dice on flight, super strength and vulnerability, whatever. But the weird thing though is, is a superpower a blessing or a curse? See that that's the problem is you can get what you want and it's the worst thing you ever got. So that's why I'm like, I actually love my life. And so it's very possible that that's a lose lose. Yeah. It's like a monkey paws situation. Yeah. Got it. All right. Final question is the big question. It's the snap question. So, you know, the, you've, you've watched uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, right? You've seen yep. the whole thing. You, you made a Thanos reference earlier. Okay. So you know that the Infinity Gauntlet and the person that holds the Infinity Gauntlet with all of the Infinity Stones has the capacity to snap their fingers and make just about anything that they could possibly imagine happen. But aside from certain very, very, very strong people, snapping your fingers generally is thought to cost you your life, i.e. Iron Man, spoiler alert. Let's assume that you had the infinity gauntlet. You had the opportunity to put it on and you had the opportunity to snap your fingers and anything you could possibly want in the entire world could happen. But the consequence of that is that it's going to cost you your life. The first question is, do you snap? And if the answer is yes, what do you snap for? What happens after you snap? I snap. Yes. Do you want the specific event or the end result? Both. I want to know what happens after you snap? What was in your mind that changed? And then what do you believe the result of that would be? So I've had this conversation with a uh, very good friend of mine about Hannibal and whether or not he should have attacked the Roman Empire. I know this is getting to be a very esoteric. Um, Man, I love esoteric. Keep but <laughs> uh, that if he had attacked Rome, it very well could have led to not only a very different society that's not Roman slash Euro based, but it certainly would have eliminated the transatlantic slave trade. 
And so I want to snap my fingers and whatever it takes to eliminate from history the transatlantic slave trade and actually not just transatlantic, but also um, the Berlin Conference, which they basically slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And and would it be that it would have eliminated everything up until this point? It would have eliminated that or that this just becomes a concept that no longer exists. The concept would never have the 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 well, number one, the concept of race would not exist because that construct was built to justify the transatlantic slave trade, the certainly the pillaging of Africa. But I think honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. I would snap my fingers and go way, 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 for, way, way, way back. And just the concept of slavery does not exist. And never would. Never it's will. Never will. Existence. Just completely, you know, if you're going to build a civilization, you have to build it on your own merit and strength and ingenuity, you know, and not be whether it's, you know, Egyptian or you know, you pick a China, you pick a society that's basically used slavery to build their civilization. It's always been bad. And I just think civilization at the cost of humanity is not worth it. I've never done this on Think Fast, but I'm going to ask a follow-up on this one because okay. you gave such an interesting answer. How deep does this concept go? Because, you know, I'm going to get esoteric on it. What about wage slavery, people who are forced in conditions where they have to work in order to survive form in some way of slavery. Are we speaking specifically just chattel slavery? Are we talking about any form of exploitation? What about um, people who work in factories for you know less than a living wage in China and being sold sneakers here for hundreds of thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars, whatever? How deep does the anti-slavery go? Is it into full no exploitation of other human beings? Is it extended to no exploitation of nature? Like how, how deep do you want to go with the snap? Since it's utopia. It's absolute utopia. Why? Why why have any, you know, you and I could maybe offline have a conversation about the ills of capitalism, right? Oh, definitely and, do that. And the, I would do it online. Right. But <laughs> I just think it is a utopia. Why should, with the resources that we have been given as stewards of this earth, why should anyone suffer? Why should there be injustice? Why should there be inequity? Why does wealth matter? Why does success matter? Why, why do these concepts even exist? And I know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying this as one who is relatively successful and who's not hurting for money right now. And so it's, there's a little bit of a, you know, I, I get that. Uh, I'm not rich. Depends on who you ask, I guess. But you know, if you really say, you know, if you get us back to our just human, and I don't want to even say human nature, because I don't know if, it, if that's part of it, but is there a possible way where we can truly live in harmony, in utopia, have mutual love and respect for one another, and not care about all this other BS? Like, dude, people work all their lives and make money so they can go retire and do the stuff that they would do if they didn't have a job. So that's, that's my goofy answer. It's not a goofy answer, I freaking love that. It's not a goofy answer at all. That is an amazing answer. 
Tony, I love it. Thank you for appearing on Think Fast. It's been 10 rapid fire questions with Tony Chapman and amazing answers uh, for all of them. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Shareable. Wait, don't leave. If you've never listened to my fancy outro, do it just once for me, please. Okay, if you enjoy Shareable and you find it valuable, there's a few ways that you can support the show. One, you can share it on social media, which I strongly encourage. I mean, it's literally the name of the show, Shareable. Two, you can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're an Overcast user, as many of my listeners are, make sure to click that star button on the episodes that you like. The third way that you can support the show is by blogging about it or discussing it on your own podcast or even by making a YouTube video where you talk about one of the episodes. And then the final way that you can support the show is by supporting it directly on Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes. Now, before I let you go, I want to tell you about one other thing. You see, Shareable is just one of many projects that I'm working on at any given time. I've got another podcast called Rogue. I do a live streaming show every week called The Heroic Council. I've got a blog where I release a blog post twice a week. And if you're looking to keep up with all sorts of different content that can help you grow and become a superhero in life, I want you to check out jeffgibber.me. That's where I list all of my current projects and projects that are coming up in the future, including my forthcoming book, The Lovable Leader. It would mean a lot to me if you could go and check out some of the other things I've worked on because I put just as much of my heart into those projects as I do into Shareable. Thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for being a supporter. And I hope to see you here on the next episode of Shareable.